Chapter Fourteen of Cats by the Way by Sarah E. Trueblood. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Big Lil and Crabsey. Big Lil and his wife Crabsey lived their lives of weal and woe, of better and worse, more than thirty years ago. Big Lil was a splendid fellow, large, well built, and beautiful, a tortoise shell. Why he had to be branded with a female name is something I cannot say. No doubt he felt it keenly. There were two male cats in the family, and they were named respectively Big Lil and Little Lil. I only remember one accomplishment of the larger Lils, and that was the dexterity with which he mouthed and the rapidity with which he swallowed a full stream of milk coming directly from the cow's teat. He always knew when the milking time came, and the milkers took great delight in suddenly firing a stream at him, even when quite a distance off but it usually found him ready to take it all in. Mrs. Big Lil, or Crabsey, was a very ordinary-looking cat, small, with a dull, mottled gray gown and a pug nose. But she had two prominent characteristics. One was her sour temper, the other her rat-catching ability. Even when not enjoying an outburst of rage, she was of a crabbed, complaining disposition. Notwithstanding this, she and her better half seemed to get along quite happily, and had it not been for a memorable ride which they were compelled to take, they might have continued to live contentedly together for many years. But the family had planned a moving, and the cats were put together in a barrel and placed upon a wagon. I suppose the exhibition of temper on the part of his good wife upon this occasion was more than Lil could stand, for soon after their arrival in their new home he left her. Poor Crabsey was heartbroken and became more morose than ever. Day after day she watched and waited for his return, but he came not. Three months had sped away. Even the family had given up hopes of seeing him again, when Crabsey, sitting, sunning herself on the long piazza, saw a familiar figure come bounding over the meadow and across the lawn. She could hardly believe her eyes, and her little heart went pit-a-pat. For once she forgot to be crabbed in the glad surprise and reunion. He stayed with her for a time, but the roaming spirit had taken a strong hold of him, and one morning, not long after, he was missing again. For years he led the same fickle, adventurous life, being away the greater part of the time, but never wholly forgetting his little spitfire of a wife. And so unhappy Crabsey never knew for long whether she was a wife or a widow. But there came a last time, and a time when his beautiful form was but a memory. His little neglected wife lived on for some years, never being able to entirely govern her natural disposition, but was so humored and petted by her human friends that she had little cause for complaint. And when the time came to lay her away in the little cat-and-dog cemetery, there were moist eyes and hearts that were truly sad, for she was a brave little puss and a famous hunter. One morning we dropped her into a hogshead with three very sprightly rats. Soon all was quiet and when we looked in, one dead rat lay upon the bottom, and two hung limp from their destroyer's mouth. Poor Crabsey's days of war are over. Very peacefully she sleeps neath her little green mound, cats and dogs together, all their jarring over, their active little limbs forever stilled. End of chapter 14